Car accidents are the number one killer of 15 to 20 year olds. Most crashes are caused by driver error. How can teen drivers stay safe? InfoTrack's Taryn McCall is here with more. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Bob Ragazzo. He's a certified defensive driving instructor, the father of two teenage boys, and the author of the ebook Save Your Teen Driver, Seven Things Every Parent Must Teach Their Young Driver Before Handing Over the Keys. Bob, your position is that teen drivers are not really learning some of the most vital skills in driver's ed or from their parents, right? Well, yeah, there are a number of things that we're not teaching the kids in driver's ed. Three main things, but there's about 700 things, so we started off with what we thought were the most important seven. It's been reported that a lot of kids are waiting beyond the traditional age of 16 to get their driver's license. I don't know that that's necessarily true. I think it's more anecdotal than statistical. There are some kids that are afraid, and they seem to be waiting a little bit longer, but it's still a rite of passage. And, you know, most kids, they can't wait to get that license. Let's talk about some of the seven things parents need to teach their kids about driving. The first is tips for a safe startup. You know, a common sense thing to take a quick perimeter tour of your car, make sure you don't have a flat tire, broken taillights, take a quick look before you get in the car. Your next tip uses six letters that you say could save your teenage driver's life. It's SSSADT. Tell us about that. Those are the core competencies of driving. It's common sense stuff. You know, we've heard most of it. The first S is for speed management. Second S is for space management. And this is one of the key things they're not teaching the kids effectively in driver's ed. And that is space management. What is it following distance? And the answer is two seconds in good weather. In wet weather, it should be four to six seconds. The third S is scanning of mirrors. And this is one that very few people know about. It is a four to seven second perimeter scan. You consistently stay focused while you're driving when you're focusing on scanning your mirrors. First, driver's side view, rear view, and then passenger side view mirror to know what's around you and to avoid any impending problems. The fourth is the A, which is attitude problems behind the wheel. Cutting someone off because they cut you off is just a foolish thing. All you can control is your own behavior and your own car and you can't control everyone around you. And if you react to an aggressive driver by driving aggressively, you will eventually end up in a problem. The D is for danger zone recognition. And that comes from constantly scanning down the road. That's what keeps you focused when you're driving. Kids and adults talk about how boring it is to drive. We've all become casual drivers. You know, we're always looking to do something else while we're driving. You should not be doing anything else while you're driving because that's pretty much the second thing we're not teaching them in driver's ed. Driving is not a spectator sport. You've got to be totally and fully engaged and focused while you're driving. It's actually very scientific. Once people go through our program, they start to realize that. And the last T is for the other guy, and that's the component of defensive driving. We teach the kids to drive as if, and some of my colleagues who are the best defensive driving instructors out there taught me this, drive as if everyone else on the road is either stupid or drunk. You should never be surprised by anything that happens on the road. Another chapter of the book is titled, Driving is Not a Spectator Sport. You know, we all see this, right? We're driving down the road. We see who's putting on makeup, who's reading the paper, who's playing with their iPad, who's on the phone, which is the new epidemic on the road. One of the things that people don't realize is that according to government statistics, if you drive 12 to 15,000 miles a year, that's just typical. You've got a 1 in 15 chance of having an accident. So what we teach the kids is... It's not a question of if, it's a question of when and how severe the accident's going to be if you drive long enough. 
One of the more recent developments that has become a major problem is texting while driving. Maybe you can touch on the dangers of that. If you use a handheld cell phone, your chances of an accident go up by eight times. If you text and drive, your chances go up by 2,300 times. It is such a scary thing. Just to illustrate, if you're going down a road at 50 miles an hour, close your eyes for five seconds. Now, I'm not telling people to actually do this, but picture this. Well, that's what you're doing when you're texting. Another danger you write about is time management. Explain that one. Yeah, time management kills, and it's actually bad time management that kills. The majority of deadly days are in July and August. Sitting at number two or number three is December 23rd. So it kind of reinforces that whole thing about, you know, when you're in too much of a hurry, you speed. Always leave extra time. Bob Ragazzo, certified defensive driving instructor and author of the ebook Save Your Teen Driver. And Bob, you can be found at SaveYourTeenDriver.com, right? That's it. It's nice and simple. Thanks for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. And I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. We hope you'll visit us online at TalkZone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Executive producer, Randy Meyer. And I'm Chris Whitting. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack.